Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, brought to you by Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward. Each week I feature a different aspect of Disney weddings, from the latest news, information, and money-saving tips, to interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney brides and grooms. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations worldwide. Well, thank you for joining me for the first episode of the Disney Wedding Podcast. Today, I'm just going to go over who I am, what the podcast is going to be about, and talk a little bit about the basic information about Disney's fairy tale weddings. First off, I am Carrie Hayward. And I was married at Epcot in 2008. And I found when I was planning my wedding that there was a lot of great unofficial information on something called the Disboards.com, which is a huge Disney fan site, mostly aimed at Walt Disney World, but it also encompasses the other parks. And they have an entire board devoted to weddings and honeymoons. And while the official Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings website at that time had very little information, the Disboards had all of these past and present brides sharing information and ideas and pricing and things that you couldn't really find out anyplace else. So as I went through the process of planning our wedding, and then we had our wedding, and it was fabulous, I felt like there needed to be a resource for Disney weddings, because I had a lot of great books that helped me plan my wedding that were general wedding books and planners and organizers where you could write in all your information. But they had a ton of stuff in there that wasn't relevant to me as a Disney bride, and they didn't have stuff that I needed. So I took my experience and I started doing a lot of research, and I ended up writing a book that is put out by Passporter, which is a well-established Disney guidebook company. And they're actually kind of known for having organizers. There's an organizer component to their guidebooks. Instead of just being the book, there are also worksheets and pass pockets, which are actual pockets that you can write on and keep all of your receipts and your stubs and your memories in. So they were the perfect format for a bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney weddings. So I wrote this guidebook that was pretty much the guidebook I wished I had when I was planning our wedding. And just as a way to kind of give back to all the people who were on the boards who had been helping me and few future brides and grooms who might be looking for this kind of detailed information on Disney's fairy tale weddings. And then since then, have just sort of learned everything I can about planning weddings and events, mostly at Walt Disney World. But you'll find, uh, we're going to talk about this in a minute, that this show is also geared toward Disney weddings of every kind. And now a podcast. I did radio in college. I was a station manager. I worked at the local community radio station, and I loved it. But when I got out of college, I realized that you can't really be a DJ in the traditional sense anymore. You don't get to pick your own music if you work for a big commercial station. And it's mostly just pushing buttons on, you know, voice tracking machines. So that went by the wayside until podcasting was invented. And I thought, wow, this is very cool. 
So what I hope to do with the Disney Wedding Podcast is to bring the kind of information that's in my book to audiences in an audio format and also have a chance to interview real brides and grooms and vendors who you might choose to work with on your Disney wedding so that you can get more of a perspective on what other people are doing, get ideas for your own wedding or your planning, your dreaming. You know, I think a lot of us who actually ended up having Disney weddings or weddings at Disney, whether or not they were technically official Disney's fairy tale weddings, started out by dreaming. And I know for me, I ate up every single Disney wedding related resource I could find before my boyfriend had even proposed before I even had an inkling that we would ever get married at Disney. I was just fascinated by the subject. So I hope that this show will also be something that people in that situation will find interesting. And then we're also going to talk about what happens after the wedding. Honeymoons. You know, a lot of people can't actually get married at Walt Disney World or at Disneyland for family reasons, but they go there on their honeymoon. So we are going to share a lot of ideas about that. I'll have guests on to talk about it. I'll talk about our experience, ways that you can make any trip to the Disney parks more romantic if it's just an adults only trip. Uh, Also talk about anniversaries. We've celebrated several of our anniversaries at Disney and there are all kinds of things you can do from very little things like just getting a cake to, you know, having your own private party. So we'll go into that. And then engagements. Of course, lots and lots of people get engaged at the parks every year. The fireworks shows are a great venue for that. And so we will cover that if you are hoping to be engaged or you are thinking of popping the question or you just love to hear Disney engagement stories. We'll have a lot of those for you too. So the big thing is I want to use the podcast to help illuminate the process of planning a Disney's fairy tale wedding because while the website is definitely better now and has more information, there's still not a lot of actual planning information, numbers, prices, rules and requirements. So we'll go over that and try to sort of demystify that process. Uh, the show is also to help you to decide if a Disney's fairy tale wedding is even for you. I think for me, the big thing was, could I afford it? And again, the website was not very helpful with its little dollar signs. At the time, there was a, a budget calculator that had answers only in vague dollar signs. So we'll talk about how much it costs and what a budget is going to look like and hopefully let you know that you can afford one because they aren't as expensive as people assume they are. And we'll also offer tips and tricks for tailoring your event to suit your tastes. I think a lot of people think, well, I'm not really into princessy stuff or Disney characters. So, you know, I love the parks, but I don't think I'm a Disney wedding type. So we will talk a lot about what you can do to have a less character filled wedding, if that's what you want, or a less princessy wedding. Or if you totally want to go the princess route, we'll talk about how to do that. But just look at the fact that you don't have to have what everybody considers to be the traditional fairy tale at Disney. You can also have a very chic wedding. You can have a crazy David Dutera designed over-the-top couture wedding. Or you can have a small casual brunch that's just you and your family. Budgets. I talked a little bit about this earlier, but a big thing for a lot of people is can they even afford a wedding at Walt Disney World, at Disneyland, on the cruise line? So we'll go over how much it costs, how much it really costs when you factor in tax and service charge, and what you can do to keep those costs down. 
So now I just want to give a basic overview of the types of weddings offered at the various Disney destinations. I won't concentrate too much on the parks outside of the United States in this episode. In future episodes, we can talk about the wedding program at Tokyo Disney. They have one at Hong Kong. They don't have one in France for Disneyland Paris, which I think has a lot to do with the major residency requirements for officially getting married in France. So if you did want to do that, you might be better off getting married outside of the country and then going and having a just a ceremony there. But the epicenter for Disney's fairy tale weddings is in Florida at Walt Disney World. And that's where they do the most Disney's fairy tale weddings and it has the biggest department and the most resources. We will talk about Disneyland weddings and in fact coming up very shortly I'm going to have a couple on to talk about their Disneyland wedding and there's a lot of great stuff going on there. It's just not as big a department. It's a lot more like planning a traditional hotel wedding there, so not as much to cover. Walt Disney World, there's this whole system, and so I want to get into really how it works and how you can make it work for you. So the different kinds of Disney weddings, and these are official Disney's fairy tale weddings that we're going to talk about most of the time on the show, but we'll also do shows that focus on the alternatives. If you want to get married at Walt Disney World, but either you can't afford a Disney's fairy tale wedding or it doesn't give you what you want, there are many other options. You can get married at Shades of Green if you have a military sponsor, and that is the military resort there that's up near the Polynesian. You can have a great wedding at the Swan and Dolphin, and a lot of people find that they prefer the Swan and Dolphin for their flexibility and the fact that it offers things that you would get at a Disney's fairy tale wedding, like you can get characters. Uh, and then also Coronado Springs. You can plan a wedding and reception at Rick's Lounge which is right there in the main building with the restaurants and is very chic venue and will be fun to talk about when we get to that. And then other things you can get married anywhere else in Orlando and just have your honeymoon at Disney World or plan a dinner or even a private event on property so that you have the feel of the Disney wedding without the actual Disney wedding. So at Walt Disney World, there are four different kinds of weddings offered. And then the fifth is technically not at Walt Disney World because it's on a cruise ship. Starting at the very smallest package and the very cheapest package, they have a fairly new entry, and that is the Memories Collection, which is really designed to be like an elopement or a vow renewal package. So you can only have up to six people, including the bride and groom, but it starts at $1,991 right now, which is to celebrate the anniversary of Disney's fairy tale weddings, which started in 1991. And then in May, the price is going to go up a bit to $24.95, but they give you a few more pictures. And I get the feeling that this increase was really sort of a cost of doing business. So in order for them to continue to offer this package, they decided they had to raise the price a little. I'm just glad they still offer it because it does offer a great way for especially couples who want to do a vow renewal ceremony to have an official Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings event without breaking the bank. So then the next package up is the Escape Collection, and this is a great package wedding for up to 20 people. It gives you the basics of everything you would need to have a wedding. You get a cake, you get the ceremony site, you get champagne, there's a musician, there's some photos included. And it's sort of a one-shot deal. You don't have to worry about tax and service charge. You pay this flat rate, you get X amount of things in the package, and then you are free on your own afterward to plan a meal, whether it's a private meal, a catered meal, or just a regular reservation, or maybe no meal. Maybe you're going to go drink around the world showcase with your guests. 
That starts at $4,750 with a price bump up if you want to use the wedding pavilion or you want to have the ceremony location inside Epcot in Canada. But again, it's a great low-cost way to do an all-inclusive wedding package for a smaller group. If you have 20 people or more and you want a customized wedding, Disney calls that the Wishes Collection. And it's not a package at all. It's basically build it from the ground up, but you have to spend at least $12,000, which maybe knocked you out of your chair. Or maybe if you've been doing a lot of research about weddings and the average cost of a wedding in the United States, you thought, hmm, that's pretty reasonable because the average is still somewhere up around $25,000. So Wishes, again, not a package. You have to pick all the different elements that go into it, but you have a wedding planner who does all the hard stuff and you get to pick out the fun stuff like the colors and the flowers and the food while they were about heat lamps and silverware and security and all that boring stuff that I decided I didn't want to deal with in Los Angeles and is one of the reasons we chose a Disney wedding in Florida. And then the top of the line package, which it's more like a designer overlay on a wishes event. So you have a lot of the same things that you would do with a wishes event. You have a food and beverage minimum that you have to meet, but then you have this package of decor designed by David Dutera in one of four themes that kind of goes on top of the wishes wedding and makes it very fancy like a magazine wedding. And I'll do a show about that and we'll talk about the different looks and how customizable it is and how much it's really going to cost you and whether maybe it still is kind of a good deal because you're getting maybe a $150,000 wedding for maybe $80,000. So we'll talk about that in a future episode. And then the last collection is the cruise collection, which is akin to an escape wedding at sea. So you can have up to 10 people. It's a package. It has the cake, the officiant, the musician, some champagne, and then you are free to make a reservation at any of the restaurants on board afterward. And if you need to have more than 10 people, unlike the escape collection or the memories collection, you can actually add up to 50 people for a cruise collection by spending $20 per person to cover, I guess, the cost of more cake and definitely the cost of more champagne or cider. And so, like I say, we'll do an episode on cruise collection weddings and talk to some cruise collection brides and grooms in a future episode. And just to go over the other Disney wedding options there are out there right now, Disneyland also has Escape Wishes and Couture collections. The Escape collection is a little bit different in Disneyland. It starts at $5,000, but it includes a meal, which I think is a great bargain. And we'll do a show on that in the future to talk about the differences between that and the Escape collection at Walt Disney World. And then the Wishes collection there also starts at $12,000. And like I say, is a lot more like planning a hotel wedding. You also have to use a lot more outside vendors just because Disney doesn't provide the same services that they have in Florida, like an entire photography department. And then there is also now the option to get married at Aulani out in Hawaii, which is Disney's new resort. That's an interesting one because it is more like a wishes collection. It starts at $4,000 and you have to meet food and beverage minimums. It's not a package, which I assumed that when they opened out there, they would have a package because it seems like Hawaii is the perfect place to go for an elopement or a vow renewal. But so far, it seems that they are catering to the local market, which is people who have huge weddings, huge hotel weddings. And so Alani is another huge hotel wedding choice and apparently very popular. But again, not a package. You would definitely have to meet a food and beverage minimum and you're looking at at least $4,000 just for the event. We'll talk about that and we'll talk to an Aulani bride in a future episode and learn more about that. 
So this is just a basic overview of Disney's fairy tale weddings and what the Disney Wedding Podcast is going to be about. Also, if you're curious to see how our wedding turned out, I have an entire section of my website at DisneyTravelBabble.com that is devoted to the wedding, and it includes my planning journal, which has a lot of great information about the actual planning process, the site visit we did, the planning session, breaks down the budget, how we were able to stick so close to the minimum, all that information is on DisneyTravelBabble.com under the tab Weddings, Our Wedding. And that's our show for today. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward, inviting you to join me again next week for another episode of the Disney Wedding Podcast. In the meantime, send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show site at DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. And for instant answers to all your Disney's fairy tale weddings questions, check out Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at passporter.com/weddings.asp or find it in print at passporter.com and at amazon.com. 